Welcome to episode 110 of the Startup Show. Today in the hot seat is Jörg, the CTO and co-founder of Appetita. Today we talk about the Swiss startup ecosystem, but we also talk about the first steps of web development and how to get insightful feedback from customers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Startup Show. Today we are recording episode 118, and I'm very excited to welcome Jürgen, who is the CTO and co-founder of Appetita, today in the hot seat. Welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome to my couch. Uh, it's a great pleasure to have you. Maybe give me and the audience a short introduction about yourself. Yeah, sure. Um, my name is Jörg Basmeier. I'm the CTO from Appetita. My age is uh, 34, Yeah, <laughs> actually, and I live in Zurich. I'm a Senior front-end developer, um, I'm a freelancer with uh, 12 years experience, so directly after the school I directly decide to get freelancing and work for companies like uh, Suva or Microsoft or something like that and just make product and product and product. How was it, let's say, this? everybody talks about digital nomad life, um, yeah. how, how is that, let's say, freelancing world that everybody's talking about you have up and downs i mean uh, especially with money um you have sometimes you have a really good uh, contracts or something like that then you get a lot of money and then you spend your money for your ideas that you want to develop because you are you're someone who want to do something yeah yes. this is actually where we uh, then create uh, our own product and uh, i mean the digital life you can if you want you can go to thailand and work from there if you have already a contract and a yeah. customer and just make Skype meetings, I mean, today it's really easy, yes. as, as you said before, to communicate with the people with Slack or, or Skyping or something like sure. that. So, so you have a lot of freedom, but of course, especially when you do home office, yeah. you need to really push yourself yeah, every day. Okay, so, you know, before we get more into the startup you're currently working on, um, you were accepted in last year's batch of the F10 mm -hmm. accelerator here in Zurich, an accelerator that is really focused on fintech innovation, fintech coming also out of the SIX, which is the stock exchange uh, provider here in Switzerland. Uh, maybe you can give us a couple of insights into, let's say, the pains and gains of an accelerator and like what do you feel like your experience was overall with, with the F10? I mean, the experience was really good. We had six months where we develop our product mm -hmm. and they really help you if you want that, especially. They don't, uh, they don't force you. I mean, you have milestones, you get milestones that you need to achieve and they really watch if you, if you do this milestone. Yes. And that gets a little bit um, hard sometimes because we had sometimes a, a milestone to create a video that you can now see on, on YouTube, but it doesn't fit right at the moment in your, in your product development. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. So you need to say, okay, now we need to make one week or something like that to make this video. Yeah. That's a little bit hard, so the targets don't fit every time. But after all, it, it's a really great experience and it really push you and they give you really good opportunities. I mean, um, pitching is something that I learned a lot at F10 because they let you pitch, I don't know, every week one, one or two or three times, something like that. And so you get out of your comfort zone and make new things, yes. especially as, as, as a tech guy that yes. I'm normally the tech guys don't pitch, but I make it in, in here because Stefan, my other co-founder is located in Berlin. And when we have a pitch in Zurich, I, I, of course I do it, yes. yeah, and so. But like, was there, let's say anything that you would say like was very beneficial of being in an accelerator or? Yeah, yeah, because you get a lot of structure. That's what helps you to do. I mean, you have this great idea, 
you have now your product that you want to develop, but where to start or yes. what to do or what, how you plan stuff like that, that you get from Accelerator. You get a structure, so what the next things to do, let's do it together and then of course the contacts and, uh, and yes. stuff like that. Okay, very good, very cool, very interesting. We got a lot of accelerators popping up in Zurich. Um, it's exciting to see this development, but again, a lot of times you have to wait for a couple of years, at least let's say three to four years to see who are the successful ones who can actually bring value to the startups. Very good. So let's talk about um, Appetite a little bit, about like your idea and what you're currently working on. You need to know one thing that I really hate to wait. And uh, <laughs> especially in restaurants. And this is why we create Appetita. Yeah. Appetita is your virtual waiter. How does it work? Once you're seated in a restaurant, you connect your smartphone by scanning your sure. table card. Yeah. It's not an app, it's web-based, everything. So you don't yeah. need to download anything. And after that, you can just browse the menu from the restaurant. You can talk to Appetita like you do to a real waiter. You can ask questions like, do you have vegetarian options? Or please show me the gluten-free options. Or I want the soup from the last time. And Appetita can then offer that for you. Yep. And after that, after you selected your, your meals and your drinks, you just pay. And you pay with your favorite payment method like credit card, credit card PayPal, Amazon, Twins in, in Switzerland, and perhaps in future also Bitcoin. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so where do you stand right now with the development of it? After we now completed successful the F10 accelerator and graduated for that, um, we had our first prototypes there and also have the proof of concept yeah. if everything is working and what you need to redesign, redevelop that people really can use it because we saw there are some problems also to enter credit card numbers and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And at the moment, we are, have two great new partners where we just now make the contract ready, partnership contract ready, yeah. and then they will sell for us. How many people are using it already, have been using it? Oh no, at, at, at the moment we are still in, a, in, in the, the prototype or yeah, in the yeah. development phase. We, we um, go to Fairtrade yes. already and we have the restaurants who say, yeah, we want to try it, um, just come now in, in the spring. Mm. Now it seems that you're still before the product, mar product market fit. Well, how do you plan on achieving it and how are you planning on getting there? Yeah, actually uh, with partnerships, I think. Uh, of course, what we do is to first creating or testing our product every time and, mm -hmm. and to develop it a little bit better so the, the people, the users, you as a guest would really like to use it. Yeah. So that's, that's really important for the whole thing because yeah. our business mobile is on transaction. Yeah. So it's really important that you use it and love to yes. use it. Then we, we give it to, to partners like that we have now yeah. who are selling the stuff to the, to the restaurants. So the whole ecosystem of the restaurants, they also want new technology, they have problems and the problems we solve. So how do you see like, you know, the competi competitive landscape, is there anything out there they would say like, you know, um, that is similar? And yeah, actually, <laughs> it was really funny because we go to the Fairtrade, the biggest one in, in, in Switzerland, it was the IGEHO, and we have directly stand directly in, uh, parallel to a main competitor, which make this, um, that they are longer in the market, three or four years. Of course, they don't have exactly the same product, yeah. but something similar. Of course, the idea is also not new. We thought it was new that we, we created it on a hackathon, a six hackathon, and then we thought it's this new idea. After some research, we saw, oh, there's a list of competitors out there. And most of them are get bankrupt, actually. Yeah. Okay. Which is not a good sign, yeah, to say, okay, why they get bankrupt? And then we ask them, hey, why you get bankrupt? And they say, yeah. We see the market potential, but it's really a hard, hard thing to go to get in the restaurants in there yeah. and stay there. And also the time is, is, is their problem. Yeah. So yeah, there are competitors, a lot of competitors, 
but uh, no one who's really completely successful. Sure. And there's, I mean, you don't have the technology now in, in restaurants. So sure. how do you deal, let's say, on an emotional level with that kind of like stress that you have competitors? For us, it's not stress, actually. Okay. Uh, we, we look at that product and see, yeah, we will do that different, that different, different. And also we talk with our competitors a lot, actually. And some of them say, okay, hey, let's do something together. I don't want to do it alone. Let's, let's, let's glue together and then we make, make a little bit better. So it's at the moment, it's, yeah. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the future outlook. Um, where do you see, let's say, when we go in a restaurant right now, yes, you get a waiter, you get what, but let's say we look down the road of, let's say, 10 to 15 years. Yeah. What will the restaurants look like? Actually, you can see it how it looks in Asia right now, because in Asia there are a little bit more developer uh, with that, actually with WeChat and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And some of the restaurants don't have even waiters. You just go there or make your order and you get your food yourself if you want, or someone comes and bring, bring your food. They also have restaurants where you don't have any personal who brings, brings your food and everything is, uh, is working digital. That's a possible future and perhaps for some restaurants it's, it's the right strategy um, to, to solve their problems because um, personally, to find personal is very hard at the moment. Um, not, not only to pay, but it's very hard. We see that in the future, we hope that we can just improve the service, yeah? that the waiter have more time for you, the yeah. real waiters. Right. Let's say um, you said before about Berlin and Zurich. Yeah. How do you feel is the Zurich startup ecosystem? For me, it's actually great. I, I think it's. I mean, we had this idea. We go to the hackathon. We just won the hackathon. Then we come to the F10 accelerator. It was really straightforward. So you, the, the whole ecosystem of the of the startups, when you have an idea and how how you can start it, it's really good actually. And um, also there are a lot of events and a lot of meetings where you can uh, find people and talk with them and stuff like that. I, I really love yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah. And how about, let's say, the startup mentality in Switzerland? It's good. You like it? Yeah, yeah. I like it. <laughs> actually, yeah. Very good, very good. So what, what do you, let's say, in the next couple of weeks and months, what, what are your goals with Appetita? Yeah, actually, we have now uh, another fair trade that we need to prepare for yeah. that. Yeah, um, then we uh, settle a new company to in, in Germany with an investor. Yeah. So we need now to achieve this and make the, all the contracts and stuff like that. And then we're planning to 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 roll out to the restaurant. So that's the next steps. Good. Yeah. So good luck with that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>
is really good. I also like like normal waiters, of course, and the experience with that. I go with my girlfriend in a restaurant, I don't know, two weeks or something like that before, yeah? The waiter was good, the food was excellent, yeah? But after that, the payment process takes a really long time. I don't know, I, I think we wait 30 minutes or something like that because so much people come in. Okay. And then we need to wait and wait and wait. And that's not the experience that I want in the restaurant. Yes, sure. yeah, and, and you don't like to wait. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it, yeah. And then the, the whole experience go, go down, yeah. Now it makes sense. Yeah. So, so that's why, that's how yeah. you solve that issue. But again, the, the question remains, but I guess like, you know, when you go to, to move to digital, you kind of have to come at it maybe on a different level with yeah. the experience. Yeah, yeah but, sure. but you have maybe more capacity. Yeah, sure, and also better, better service because yeah. they have more time, they are not so stressed and, and don't need to ask you if you want a new <laughs> cola or something yes. like that. It's just, how are you? Here is your cola. Here is your cola, <laughs> something like that, yeah. Or, or, uh, um, also, you get a lot of data. I mean, we know that one competitor had the data, from, from people and you see that someone is coming to your restaurant that you, that is often to the restaurant and then you take a little bit more time and, and talk to them and come to the table Reality. and say how, how, how are you and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, sure. it can also improve the service. So, number one, tell us one thing you learned the hard way being a founder. It's really necessary that you set up your company uh, right and proper and it is clear what people should do and uh, how much they get for that. Yeah. So this is something I learned. That so when you don't do it, in the end, sometimes um, it gets uh, really emotional. And, uh, the legal structure. Yeah, the legal structure, yeah. Uh, most important characteristic in a team member? For me, it's that he is um, friendly, communicative, and also responsive to you, that you really can communicate with, with, with your partner. I think right. that's, that's something. Important, sure. yeah. What's the best way you feel to reach out to potential investors? You have a lot of options. I mean, you can do, go to the Swiss Investor Club, something like that. You can pitch in front of that. Um, for us, it works best to go to trade fairs. If you have the potential or if you have a product that, that there are fairs, trade fairs, where you can just show your product and customers and new partners come up. Okay, so the last question would be about, you know, like you said before about like getting feedback from people. Mm -hmm. um, let's say, what, what is, you know, like the best strategy to get that feedback? And I'm not talking about like ask the people, I understand <laughs> that, but like how do you get to these first people? The F10 was really clear. They say you need to, uh, to have uh, five or six uh, customer interviews in the first two weeks. So what you need to do is to call them. Do you have time? Can I come <laughs> to, to your place and uh, talk a little bit about our new idea and yeah. how you feel about it? And, and that's it, actually. People are really, they really want to talk with you if you have a, a good idea or interesting idea because they're also searching new ideas. So what ju mean? just make, make <laughs> a phone call, go there and ask them. Now we get into the expert advice. Jörg, it's your moment to leave a legacy for the next generation. <laughs> no pressure, but pressure is on you. Yeah. Um, what would you say um, is one piece of advice or wisdom you want to give over to the audience uh, yeah. for next generations? Okay. For generations <laughs> to come for the YouTube, for the next for YouTube, the YouTube. For the next YouTube generation. Because I'm CTO, it's a little bit perhaps technical now. Yes. Um, and sure. I, think, I think it's really that you don't fall in love in your product at the first moment of, from a technical speed. Just make the things done. Because you need to do it again and again and refactor again and again. So don't, don't try to make it perfect in the first moment. Just make it that it works 
and that people can use it. And that's it, because that's sometimes a common failure that you try to just, especially, especially as a programmer, you try to make everything beautiful and really clean and, and stuff like that. And um, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> the first time. Get it out there. Um, but for you, I want to have a bonus question about people who want to get started in coding, yeah. or programming or web development. What do you suggest them to do? There are really great tutorials um, how you can code, how, to, how you learn code. And, do that. I mean, I do that as well. My girlfriend also learn learn with, yeah. with these tools, and it really works out good. And then um, also go to meetup groups if you have have that in in your city. Like in Zurich, you have a really good meetup groups where you just can go there, and there are also developers, and they just want to sure. share their knowledge. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like I made a very good experience at the University of St. Gallen. We had a, a course together with the ETH. Okay. It was the first time that it opened my eyes at how much we at the University of St. Gallen are focused on business and numbers mm -hmm. and have no idea how to do a website. And on the other side, they have no idea about business, but uh, they know to do a website in, in a couple of minutes, course, which was a yeah, very, yeah, very yeah. fascinating um, experience for me. Okay, Jörg, thank you very much for being on the show today. I really yeah. appreciate thank it. You. Thank you very much, everybody who tuned in today. Thank you very much for staying all the way till the end. Thank you to you, Jörg, for being on the show. <laughs> and now stay tuned for the preview for next week, and I'll see you there. Have a great day.